Get ready to throw perfection out the window because you're tuned in to the Honestly Imperfect podcast. I'm your host, Alicia Penhorwood, and I'm a marketing coach and the founder of Harper Collective, where I help business owners master their PR and simplify their marketing. Each week, we'll be unlocking valuable tips to up-level your business and sharing honest conversations with entrepreneurs to uncover their stories and wisdom to inspire you to take action. Now let's dive into this week's episode. Most Christmas carols will tell you that the holiday season is the most wonderful time of year. But what I've learned is that it can also be a time filled with high levels of stress and life not always reflecting the happy scenes you see in your favorite Christmas movies. I'm going to share my own story of how I've found calm in the chaos and brought more acceptance, gratitude, and mindfulness into the holiday season to hopefully help you create moments of joy no matter what journey you're navigating at the moment. A few years ago, I went through a really tumultuous time in my life and it was all happening right around the holiday season. This was really challenging because the image that we're shown for this time of year is one of happy family gatherings, festive celebrations and everything looking bright and cheerful. For the years following, I had a lot of anxiety coming into the Christmas season because it would bring up a lot of emotions and I'd see signs of Christmas everywhere from ribbons at the bakery to promotions at the shops and it would just build that anxiety within me and I'd often delay putting up the Christmas decorations or making any plans because it all just felt too much and too overwhelming. So throughout this year, I've had a big focus on seeking the right support so that I could heal from these experiences that I went through. And I'm now in a really beautiful space, which I'm very proud to be in because I now know that even if things get wobbly, I have a whole toolkit filled with things that I can come back to, to find joy within myself. And I went back and forth a little bit on sharing this experience with you today on the podcast because it's definitely a more personal episode, but what this podcast is all about is embracing the imperfections of life. And throughout this challenging journey, I've been able to see that there are many of us who find this time of year really, really tough and challenging. There's heartbreak, there's grief, there's loneliness, there's a lot of strong emotions and really challenging experiences that a lot of people have to navigate. And I feel like it can just be really heightened at this time of year. So what I wanted to share is purely what's been working for me this time around instead of hiding from the Christmas decorations and trying to pretend like Christmas just doesn't exist. And of course, if you're going through something really big at the moment, I will always encourage you to seek the right support to help guide you through it. Because the other thing that I've really come to learn is that support is all around us and people have huge big hearts and so much compassion and so much wisdom and knowledge and specialized care that they can bring in to really help guide you and walk alongside you during whatever experience you're going through. So what I've found that's different for me this year after really honing in on doing the work and 
going to those uncomfortable places and gaining the tools and the techniques that I need to move forward in my life is that my lens is now on prioritizing myself at this time of year. And when I say that, I don't mean it in a selfish way. I mean it in a way that I want to be the best version of myself that I can be. I want to really nurture myself and have a lot of compassion and kindness for myself because I know this has been a tough time in years previous. So often at this time of year, we can overextend ourselves and totally deplete our batteries. But I've found that by bringing more mindfulness into my everyday, I can approach this time of year from a totally different perspective. So a few ways that I'm doing it this year is number one, to have healthy boundaries. I'm really big on boundaries because I believe that they allow us to be more present with those that we deeply care about and they allow us to focus on what's most important to us. And most of the boundaries that I actually have around this time of year are with myself, which may come as a surprise. Often when we think of boundaries, we think of our relationships with other people. But when I was really reflecting on this, a lot of those boundaries are with me, myself and I. So what this looks like is having healthy boundaries around the times that I make myself available within my business. So I have clients all over the world and that means working with a lot of different time zones and I've had to get clear on what times I'm available and what times I'm switching off and I'm not available. Otherwise, you can just stay in that hamster wheel of meeting all the deadlines, making sure everyone's cared for, and really putting yourself to the side. So I've been really clear around what those times are that I'm available so that I can show up fully for my clients, make sure that they are fully supported while showing up fully for myself. Another one is making sure that I have downtime without tech. So I usually do this in the mornings when I walk my dog and I won't bring my phone with me. And that's my time to just hear the sounds of nature, go for a walk, play with her in the park, feel the texture of the grass, all those things that might sound a little bit hippie, but it really helps me start my day from a completely different space. Instead of hearing all the pings on my phone and all the you know demands my time that people have or questions that they might have that they need support with, I can just have that time to ground within myself get in touch with nature, and then come into my day from a much better place. And the last one is being intentional with the invitations that I choose to accept instead of just saying yes to everything and then totally freaking out that I have way too much on my plate. So that looks like Zoom meetings, podcast interviews, meetings with clients, opportunities to go and meet up with friends for coffee, you know, and just being really intentional with your time and how much time you actually have. Sometimes we can go, oh, that sounds so exciting. Yeah, I want to be there. I want to say yes to that. But rather than checking in and looking at how a week's going to flow, you know, for me, I've got a lot of photo shoots happening before the start of next year, which takes a lot of energy for me to be there and to shoot content behind the scenes and reels and all that sort of stuff. So, If I'm more intentional around my time and I know that I've got a few big things on that week where my energy is going to be really absorbed into those tasks, I'm not going to say yes to invitations during that week. Whereas in the past, I would have likely said yes to everything and then totally freaked out. 
So you might like to think about some of your own healthy boundaries that will make you feel more supported during this time of year as well, to just really come at it with intention and design how you want to feel and how you want the next couple of weeks to be for you, because it's totally up to us. Number two is mindfulness. Now, there are many ways that you can practice mindfulness. And what I've enjoyed is trying on different things to see what works for me. The purpose of mindfulness is to focus your awareness on the present moment, which I know is easier said than done in a lot of instances. A funny example is my partner, Liam, doesn't like crowds, just like not a fan of them, especially not a fan of them when he's going into, he'll probably kill me for this, but when he's going into situations like maybe going to do the Christmas shopping and maybe he's thought that not many people will be there, but then there's hundreds and hundreds of people doing Christmas shopping at the same time. And it all gets really overwhelming And you just freak out and you're like, I'll just get what I need and leave straight away. So what I've started to do and what I'm also practicing with him this year is trying on a few different tools that he might like to have in his own toolkit that in those experiences he could reach for to have a better experience. Because like I said before, it's totally up to us how we want to design our lives and what experience we want to have. So a few examples of this that have really worked for me, and like I said, there are so many different mindfulness techniques that I reach for every day, depending on how I'm feeling or what situation I'm in. And when I reach for these tools, it allows me to really ground into the present moment. Instead of getting swept up into my racing thoughts or focusing on all of the external things that are happening around me. So Two examples that could be helpful for you to try on as well, see if they work for you, is when I'm at a family gathering or maybe a gathering with friends or a work Christmas party, and maybe I'm just feeling really overstimulated. Maybe there's just a lot of conversations happening at once. Someone might be trying to call my phone. Someone might have asked a question that maybe I'm not really sure the answer to, and that overwhelm can just start to set in. In the past, I would force myself to just persist in that moment. But what I've learned to do is to give myself some grace and allow myself to step away and take a few moments to find calm again. So usually what I'll do is go to the bathroom or maybe go to the grazing table if you're at an event or take a step outside, whatever it looks like for you, whatever's easiest for you to do in that moment. And what I'll do is bring my attention back to my breath. And I'll take a breath in, I'll hold at the top for a few seconds, and then I'll focus on creating a longer exhale on the way out. And I find that after a minute or two of doing this, it doesn't take long at all. I can walk back into the room feeling more present. And a lot of the things that might have been bothering me or overwhelming me are not actually important to me anymore. And I can carry on and actually have a totally different experience at that event. So another example is hand meditation. It sounds a little bit funny, but it's one of the tools that I learned this year and it really works for me. So I'll use this if I feel like my attention is scattered, which can very easily happen when you're doing your Christmas shopping or you're trying to meet all your work deadlines at the last minute. So 
Literally, this just takes a few moments and all you do is you hold up your hand and then you trace the outline of your hand with your finger. And as you do this, you just bring your attention to the texture of your skin, the sensation, how it feels, and you just focus on breathing deeply into your belly as you do this. And I find that I can just do one outline of my hand and I already feel a shift within myself. And I really encourage you to Try on a few different mindfulness techniques. There are so many out there that you can learn about and see what feels really good to you. I've definitely tried things and maybe they just, they didn't really click or maybe they were the mainstream thing that everyone was doing and it just didn't really feel good to me. So it's really important that you find what works for you because that's what you're going to stick to and that's what you're going to pull for in those moments when you really need it. Number three is to do the things that fill you up. For me, that looks like showing up for my favorite reformer Pilates class, nourishing my body with wholesome food while indulging in my favorite festive treats like Christmas Day. There's no limits. I'll just have whatever I want. And choosing a few really fun activities that make the holiday season feel special to me. The thing that I find interesting, and I know that it's different for everyone and everyone celebrates differently, but there's like a three-month lead time into the holiday season. And I find it so funny because it's literally something that lasts for within my family one day. It's like a one-day event, maybe a lunch. And the amount of hype and thought that goes into everything to organize it, it's kind of silly when you look at it as a one-day event. But what I find is that when we can create those moments to fill up our own cup, we can step out of that stress of, you know, a bit of that hamster wheel of like, I've got to get the presents, then I've got to do the food shopping, then I've got to get all my work stuff done. And we can just have those little pockets to make this season enjoyable. So what I'm doing this year is getting creative to style a Pinterest-worthy mantle in my new home. I'm very excited for this. I've got lots of different inspiration. And heading to the Christmas lights down the road, there's two streets that just do like over-the-top Christmas lights. So I'm really excited for that. And I'm going to have a holiday bake-off with my partner. So I've thought of a few fun ideas that don't require a lot But I know that when I look back at the holiday season, I'm likely going to remember those moments. So even if maybe you're living in another city or you're away for Christmas or you're away from your family, you can still think of things that are going to be fun for you, that are going to make this time special and memorable. So that's something I've learned. Instead of just relying on things to flow, how they want to flow, it's choosing to create your own version of reality, choosing to create your own experience so that you can have a fun one no matter if everything around you is looking a little bit chaotic. And I've come to learn from having a few honestly imperfect Christmases that whether it looks like leaning on your support network, cultivating mindfulness, or welcoming in a big dose of self-compassion, It's all up to you. And a lot of things are out of our control at this time of year. But if we can look at what we do have control over, we can start to shift things around a little bit and we can start to create a life that feels good for us. And 
we start to build a little bit of resilience in ourselves to just navigate things with a whole lot more love for ourselves, a whole lot more kindness and a lot of gratitude for the moments that really are filled with joy. So I'm sending you so much love throughout this season. You've totally got this and I cannot wait to connect with you again in 2023. I already have some really, really exciting interviews coming your way. I'm going to be delving even deeper into the podcast to help serve you bigger and better than ever before. And I just can't wait for it. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you enjoyed today's episode, I would love if you could leave a review or share a screenshot to Instagram and tag at honestly imperfect podcast so that I can pop on over and say hello. I can't wait to connect with you again soon.